there have been multiple exchanges that have sold lots and lots of the same thing. So that whole concept about non-fungible, not replaceable, if you have two identical copies of it at different exchanges that each got sold, that is like breaking the definition of NFT, but that's where it is. The NFT market is completely unregulated, and to give you the very most basic but very easy to understand concept of what it is that they're doing is they're selling the ownership of stars. Once more unto the breach, dear friends. Else fill up the wall with our English dead. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Personal Wealth Coach, starring... Jeff. And Jake. McClure. And we did it. Did we did we it? We did it. We said our names. Oh my goodness. Oh, we're so excited we can say our names. In unison. It's a little hard. A collective 110 years of practice. And we finally got to where we can say our names together. Yes, sometimes. Enough so that when we do it, we celebrate. It's amazing. Mm. <clears throat> right. So we are the personal wealth coach. Not only do we try to be in sync with our voices, uh, with often failure being the outcome, but sometimes success. Uh, we also offer views, opinions, facts on the economy on finance, all that good stuff. Um, but before we get started on that, we have some disclosures that we need to do. Would you like to mm -hmm. begin? He's going to tell. What do we be? Oh, yes. I can, I can begin with the fact that the personal wealth coach is not only the name of a radio program, it's also the name of an SEC-registered investment advisor uh, based in Salado, Texas. And the two guys here are also principals at the investment advisor. But the fact that I said SEC at the beginning has no meaning it does not mean, does not, yeah, it has meaning. It means it that meaning. we're registered with the SEC. It's just that the SEC neither approves nor disapproves of anything we do. Well, they can, they will be ready to disapprove, but they never really approve of anything that we do. Right. We, uh, as he said, registered with the SEC, but that doesn't mean that they give us a thumbs up on anything. Uh, in fact, uh, the opposite is always the case and that the S Securities and Exchange Commission does not advocate for anyone. Um, they advocate for the public, not for companies. So this is for their for their good. All right. Can you hear me better now, or can I hear you better? I can hear you just fine. Perfect. You're not popping anymore. So you want to give the, good. the deem? The information that we present on this educational, not in not advisory program, even though the, we it is the personal wealth coach, we're not actually trying to coach you as to wealth. We're not giving investment advice. We're giving education. The information we give, right. The educational information that we provide on this radio program has been obtained from sources we deem to be reliable, but we make no warranty or guarantee as to the completeness or accuracy of said information. There you go. Now you have been very thoroughly legalistic. Um, mm. We're not guaranteeing anything. We're not warranting anything, but we're going to say it anyway. <laughs> we, could say, we could say investment values may be higher or lower when purchased and sold. Or, or, sold. E or even... If they're not purchased and sold. Right. Yeah. Maybe. No. Will be. They will be will different. Be. If it's an investment, it will be. Yeah. All right. And uh, let's see. We've got another one. We don't pay for this radio program. 
We're not paid to do the radio program. We do advertise on the radio station for the program, but so does the radio station. So we're in partnership in advertising it, but we don't pay for it. This we've been doing this for whew, a long time. We've got we've been uh, old ba- older Baldy, elder Baldy. Is that more respectful? Um, is uh, responsible for having started this radio program back in 1996, which some of the listeners weren't born yet. May I touch on a subject? Um, that subject that I want to talk about is NFTs. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. First off, let's define the word fungible. Fungible means replaceable. So if it's non-replaceable, irreplaceable tokens is really the translation of what that is. What It's like a, a unique token. Well, what is it? Generally, it's a piece of artwork that somebody made on the internet at some point. A picture of a cat uh, in a meme with some words around it. And I, I think most of the people listening to this program have heard of people making money in NFTs or... Uh, selling NFTs or buying NFTs. What is the actual token? What is the thing that you're buying or selling? And the answer to that, quite frankly, is a website address that you can claim the ownership of where a picture is stored. Either the, the GIF or the JPEG or whatever the style of picture it is, it's stored at that website. It's hosted by the NFT exchange. So it's basically a website with the picture on it. Okay, so how is it that the exchange has the ability to share to sell that picture? Because they wanted to. <laughs> this, it doesn't mean that they owned the picture to begin with. And in a lot of cases, there's lots of lawsuits that are already started. The original artist or the original person that took the picture that sprouted whatever led to the fame of that picture on the internet, in many, 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 many cases, received zero compensation when some new exchange sold their picture to someone else. In fact, there have been multiple exchanges that have sold lots and lots of the same thing. So that whole concept about non-fungible, not replaceable, if you have two identical copies of it at different exchanges that each got sold, that is like breaking the definition of NFT, but that's where it is. The NFT market is completely unregulated and to give you the very most basic but very easy to understand concept of what it is that they're doing is they're selling the ownership of stars. Do you remember those old late night commercials where you too could have your, you could give your loved one this star. It will be named after her in our register book for entirety of posterity. We will record this for the history of humanity and that star will forever, as long as someone looks in our book, call it by your wife's name. Well, who, who can look in that book? Well, we can. That's what M- NFTs are. Uh, if you own the URL, the link, the, the NFT itself, you own the right to say, I own the link to this picture. Does it prevent other people from posting that picture wherever they want for free? No. So that's as succinct and as short as I can get on NFTs 
It's completely unregulated. Anyone can sell you anything that they want. And basically, they're selling you the concept and the bra bragging rights of ownership of something that you cannot own. It's like a Beanie Baby's ghost. So be careful. You, a Beanie Baby's ghost? It's virtual. And if the URL, if the exchange goes down, if the people go out of business and they stop hosting your URL, your URL, your website that has a picture, one little picture on it, if it goes away, you don't own it anymore. You know, that, that applies. It's that now we're back in the situation of don't build your house on somebody else's exactly, property. Exactly, exactly. And that's really why I wanted to start this because you had led up to that so well last hour. So now, now that's it. But that's all know, I had to say on the subject. People are obviously interested, even if they don't like me, have no clue how to do it, in cryptocurrency. Yeah. This is an interesting thing. Let's say you have a crypto coin. Let's say, let's call it a Bitcoin. You have a Bitcoin. You have one Bitcoin. Okay. Where is it? It's at my hard drive. Physically. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes it's in your hard drive. Sometimes physically it's on a wallet that I'm renting from somebody else that just got hacked. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the point. The vast majority of them are not on your personal hard drive. We just had this week, the, the second largest cryptocurrency hack ever happened this week. And you didn't even hear about it probably. <laughs> it's like $230 million just went gone. And... Ultimately, it was laid at the feet of the North Koreans. Yeah. Who just, by the way, they just stole a billion dollars from, I don't know whether to call them Myanmar or Burma anymore. They just had a coup. They haven't changed their name again, but they might. Uh, but they just stole. The North Koreans just hacked the bank at a bank at Myanmar and stole $1 billion. But then a coup happened in Myanmar a coup, a, a junta came in, a junta? How do you pronounce that? In It's junta, junta. H junta? Um, yeah. Just, I, we need our own name for that. That's, well, it's actually the same junta that's been there all along. They, yes. They just, it's not a new junta, it's an old junta. They just decided that this time they don't want to be reelected, they're just going to stay. Well, they were never elected. They forcibly elected themselves because the other election was so bad. Right. Yeah, yes. So, and then they started killing people. Uh, if you wish to enrich... North Korea, please buy NFTs. So the, the, the bottom line to it is one of the reasons that I have stayed vigorously away from crypto coins is because in my experience, now I've heard that theoretically you can have it on your own hard drive, but you can't sell it on your own hard drive. So you have to have it on an exchange to you sell have to it. to get it to the exchange to sell. Yeah. 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 And the point is you, or you have to put it. Pure peer to peer, but then your, your computer could get hacked in that process. The whole, the bottom line to it is some, you're, you're building your house on somebody else's property. And if somebody steals or takes the property or seizes it or whatever, it's gone. Well, uh, they've been doing that, this in Scotland for a long time. Most of the well, houses in Northern Scotland are built on somebody else's property. So, I mean, but there is a law on the books protecting the value of that house. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh the, the, the property owner can't get rid of the property if you've got a house on it. Right, and it, at least you you get to retain the the, the, the ownership house of the house. Itself. Now that's true if you put money in the bank too. Obviously, your house is on somebody else's property. The difference is the property at the bank is insured by the FDIC, and there's highly regulated and and it, it basically the bank 
can't steal your money and go wandering off into space like they one time or did. or if they can't if they do there are consequences in insurance to protect your assets which is why right. we always say don't put more than the insurance coverage in the bank mm, yeah except sometimes people do and it's okay too you just got to be careful about that yeah anyway uh all right sounds good we're about out of time for this week if you enjoyed this presentation or if you hated it, um, we have uh, the ability for you to talk to us. Uh, we also give fiduciary investment advice as a firm off the air, obviously. Uh, and if you'd like to talk to us in person, we have voicemail waiting during the weekend, real live people during the week locally at 254-947-1111. You can go to toll free at 1-800-914-7526. That's 800-914-PLAN. You can go to our webpage, thepersonalwealthcoach.com or tpwc.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter, read our newsletter, uh, listen to radio programs going back lots of years. You can go anywhere for our podcast, anywhere that provides podcasts anyway. Uh, you can also use the contact form on our webpage or email addresses, jeff at tpwc.com or jake at tpwc.com. I hope your the rest of your week is fantastic, and thank you very much for listening.